0: Welcome to Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Den. I am your host, John Anderson, and joining me this week, and all, most weeks, Fred Earhart. Say hello, Fred Earhart. Earhart, Fred, hello. So, uh, Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Den is our ostensibly shorter version of the show where we take one topic. It's our off week, really, if you think about it. Um, we take one topic, discuss it at length, that length being roughly 15 minutes, and uh, you know, hopefully you walk away uh, not dumber. I'm not gonna say smarter, but not dumber would be good.
1: We're, we're we're aiming for break even here.
0: So Fred, it's your it's your it's your. Uh, it's your I episode. picked a topic
1: out of the hat this week.
0: Yeah, because the other the other options we had were basically it's gonna be maybe uh, early access, which I think we've already complained about before. Right.
1: Best best pulls out of a gotcha gotcha machine.
0: How yeah, best pulls out of a gotcha gotcha how effing entitled video game players are um
1: and yeah. a retrospective look at dostoyevsky's who dostoyevsky uh, I is can't that say even the? Name. i don't think that's the dostoyevsky
0: i had an ex-girlfriend who couldn't pronounce reception so oh
1: she was a keeper
0: oh she knew four fucking languages though so let's, <laughs> Be cool. Right. Uh, okay, go go ahead with what's what's our topic this week, man. So
1: our topic this week is uh, I'm I'm calling it caricature or cultural insensitivity, and let me explain to you why this came up. Um, I mentioned this on the last uh, full show we did, but I I played through Infamous Last Light, and it kind of got under my skin a little bit the way they portrayed the main character, who was supposed to be a drug addict, punk rock sort of chick from New Jersey. And the way that they explain it is by making her a complete caricature of a Jersey stereotype.
0: Okay, so I I kind of—I like the idea of this topic. I will be incredibly honest with you. Like, the idea of somebody being culturally insensitive to people from New Jersey— I'm just using this as not, a example. If it got you thinking, fucking great. But— So, sh- well, that and that's
1: actually part of the discussion is, like, where is the line between this thing? So— um you know i
0: thought basically basically my line is like you can't like fuck white people is my, basically okay, my, well, my, my, my what rule. i'm
1: what i'm getting at here is um you know i took i i studied media and and specifically radio for many years when i was in college and it's very commonplace on a medium like radio to exaggerate what you're doing and the reason they do that is because as a medium uh the medium sort of dictates it because you know you don't want you you can't really pick up on subtleties and you only have the audio stream you don't have a visual you know you yeah have, and
0: in and in theater and wrestling they have to like you know be very emotive and right it's a little shit.
1: bit much right and there's but there's right. other there's there's multiple ways to sort of make a thing a caricature right? right
0: and they have to do it in video games because people who play video games are idiots well that's part of it so
1: yeah um so yeah so the, the 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 last light thing made me want to talk about it because I actually uh, you know there 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 is definitely a line between caricature and what is actually just sort of like racial stereotyping or cultural stereotyping. Um you know if you've ever heard if you've ever actually listened to the radio every
0: every third commercial is like let's talk to this friendly Irish cop. Faith and Begorra. you know like I've, it just—we'll go through these examples, and every time I say I think something's okay, I'll say something is, i think that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, or the, like I, the Irish don't have it so bad,
1: or like you know, black soul singer, or like old grizzled Uncle Tom character, or that's not okay, or screaming Asian
0: person, or you know, not okay. But these yeah, are like, these are like all Andy, like Andy Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, It's, like deeply offensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, but the, there's any number of. Uh, Of of these kind of characters and now for each medium i think when you uh when you start looking at the history of media when you start with like literature and even political cartoons um you know obviously they're dated references but things are exaggerated if you've ever read a political cartoon the way they draw like president obama even people who agree with him is typically horrible you know what i mean Uh uh-huh totally
0: yeah no totally agree with you
1: but it's it, it, it's it's this thing about caricature where you're uh you're exaggerating prominent features to make it more recognizable or whatever have you and and the the less technological the medium is the more exaggerated they tend to make it because that would help portray it really help sell it without actually having to spell it out like you don't have to spell out that that character was irish if he's you know talking about a shillelagh or whatever Uh,
0: he's got like eating box of lucky charms or perhaps right right
1: um but as 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 we move forward in history our our storytelling tools get much more powerful right with video games being one of the most powerful storytelling mediums we've ever as as humanity have ever had
0: it has that potential it has
1: that potential that's that's what i'm saying the technology is we've we've passed the point where the technology limits and now it's a matter of how much does the technology actually enhance like you can do things that you actually couldn't tell in in the past now you mm-hmm. can actually make people see things that you didn't you you couldn't necessarily explain in the past so um but as the technology has gotten better it seems like the the laziness of the storytelling hasn't gone away like it's actually sort of stayed there yeah. as a mechanism. No, and I think
0: that's I think that's particularly like true in video games, and I think it's kind of like been very. I mean, I think it's something that's that being called out uh, more and more. Um, yeah, more and more lately, right? Like, it's like saying how how fucked up some depictions of, of people of different races, or especially like women as of late, or how underrepresented um people of color are
1: right yeah and it's it's funny too because you know sometimes it's it's very like hey this is very gratuitous and it's a bit over the top of a you know it's a bit over the top when it comes to caricature and then sometimes it's the polar opposite of that i remember the the witcher getting some flack for like hey every single person is the same race in this game polish uh i mean it's a polish company um so you know, and, and obviously we're moving towards a little bit more of a of an age of awareness, if not enlightenment, in in our medium, right? Yeah, like, fuck yeah. So I mean, and that's good, but like, I actually wanted to talk about like where is the line? Because I think that caricature, um, and to some extent, that breeds you know satire. I do think they still have a place, but I you know it's going to become more and more difficult to tell where the uh where the line the f- is
0: the fact is that we are too goddamn dumb for satire
1: <laughs> well i also hate when satire is just like oh it's okay it's satire like no it's
0: not that is not that is not witty enough to be okay which i think at some point we'll have to go into how you how you find find this balance being a a, a continuing to be a south park fan but um i i i think I think for for to an, to an extent we are too we are too dumb for satire, and that most of the time people who claim satire after the fact are 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 just nope, we were lazy about this depiction, and now we're trying to cover our butts right well
1: actually, I think more often than not, it's not the makers of the thing defending it as satire, it's the fans of the thing defending it.
0: Yeah, uh the message board winners.
1: Yeah, it's const- like the uh the <laughs> what is this, a free country? Freedom of speech, man. We'll say it's
0: fourteen year old white males. Yeah. Um
1: so some of the some of the things I've been noticing uh lately, and, and this is not just limited to games, but in, in most of uh most mediums and, and even some things that I'm actually near and dear to, is uh, you know, the, the ways that they target typically, you know, uh accents and regionality sort of tran, uh, transcend most of the mediums because they all have an audio component to them. Yeah, um, I think
0: I think a good example of like this being real fucked up is that Deus X game you really liked. Yeah, that I never finished. <laughs> you never finished that? Nah. But like, I think you encounter like a, a, a black female character who is just over the top. Like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like like Aunt Jemima. Style, She's Aunt Jemima. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, you guys fucking kidding me? You know this. Uh, Back to the Future was on AMC before we started recording, and the thing with the Libyan terrorists—it's funny that the basically like racist depictions of Middle Easterns haven't really changed much since the '80s. They're just oh no, no oh no, yeah, and, like they're definitely not even forming words, right? right. Like it's just like, hmm. you know, what's funny about
1: that movie is that there's actually. Depictions of racism in that movie that are, you know, obviously silly cartoon caricature, like you just described. There's also depictions of racism in that movie that they wouldn't even get away with in today's day because they're too they they are too accurate and they're too gross. The scene uh, with sure. the Biff in the parking lot in the first
0: one. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think that really. I think that that scene in particular like is very useful. No, and it's an impactful
1: scene. So that's it's weird though, because I think that, that scene actually it does it well because it shows like it wants to portray the Biff character for what he is, a nineteen fifties dummy. Jackal. Yeah. Um, who obviously probably would be racist. You know, like, so it makes sense uh, uh, contextually. But that's the other argument that gets tossed around a lot is the argument of like, oh, well, we're trying to we're trying to do a a accurate depiction or we're trying to stay true to the historical nature of what we're talking about.
0: You know, I find that particularly funny in fantasy settings when people are like, oh, this is more realistic. It's like, motherfucker, there are dragons in this (laughs) fucking game. You're telling me you telling me you can't have like you can't have a black person. Like you're telling me, dragons are more believable than having a black person in Dragon Age, or I think Dragon Age is a bad example because I think it's pretty representative. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I I think that's hilarious with with that particular uh, example.
1: Yeah, and and you know, with what's going on in the South right now, it's actually I think very pressing to talk about right because that's that's the argument for the confederate flag that racists love to use right oh well it's it's our history um you know no, your,
0: your history of being racist yeah. idiots
1: you know what other and flag was historical was the swastika uh they don't fly this, that all over germany anymore
0: <laughs> yeah and to be i mean the realistically the confederate flag represents essentially the same thing as a swastika right um to those people whether they admit to it or not Like, that is just them being racist assholes. Um, But, yeah, I digress. So, Fred, what else we got
1: here? Well, um, so, you know, the topic of sexuality, sex and sexuality. Um, So did you watch on Netflix? There's a show called Sense8.
0: I've heard about this. This is the new joint from the Wolkowskis.
1: Yeah. So I couldn't get past the first episode. Here's here's why, and it really got under my skin, is that you know it's uh, you know there's these eight disparate characters who one would assume they magnolia together at some point, um, and they're, they're they're telling this story about how they're all connected but they're all unique. It's like GI Joe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, very very moody, very matrixy, typical Wachowskis, right? There's a there's a, a transgendered character in in the show, and she is uh in a relationship with the the actress who played Martha on Doctor Who um who's supposed to be a gay character and like you know obviously that's a complex modern relationship but like every scene that they show them in 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 the mo- or in the first episode of the show is like they're at pride wearing fairy costumes and they're at a nightclub taking drugs with other gay people and they're with um you know overly Oh, it, it, whenever they uh, and not that these people don't exist but whenever they depict a male um a, a gay male on these shows i always find that they go so far over the top it's always like someone who's like i work in the fashion is- industry i talk with a lisp and i say honey a lot you know it's sort of like it's really
0: it's kind of interesting given that like you know one of the wikowskis is transgender like the, right the, and the, 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 it'd be more tasteful depictions and there's a little bit of a similar thing happening in True Detective Season 2 so far, where they're, like, very clearly trying to hint that one of the characters is closeted gay, closeted homosexual, and they just, like, keep dropping these... They're they're just beating you over to, the head with it? Yeah, it's just dumb as shit. So, so I hear you. I think, like... And I think it goes back to one of those things I said of, of where, in video games, the audience is not ready for subtlety. But... I think to an extent it's like F those people continue to make stuff for the rest of us and like just leave those people behind until they can catch up.
1: Yeah, you know, so here's the the, the weird moment I had, though. So the the argument I constantly hear and it's one I've used in the past myself uh, and I'm totally guilty of it. I've tried to not do it. Is that people will defend the thing that they've done, even though it is hyper stereotype or hyper insensitive or whatever, by saying like, it's OK, I can do that because I'm one of them. This mm-hmm. is the I can make fun of Jews because I am a Jew defense that I will use occasionally. Um, and you know, like, w- is it OK for me to say that, like, even though. Uh, what, what did Larry Wachowski change his name to Lana or Laura?
0: I think the transgendered she, I, I think she changed her name to Laura, but I'm not sure.
1: Okay, um, would it be okay for me to say I don't think that the depiction of transgendered people that they are portraying in the show is very good or very accurate?
0: I, I think you could. To- no, I think it's totally okay to to, to say I think this is a, a not good depiction, even though one of the creators is is from this marginalized group. I think it's totally fine. I think where you start to get in trouble. Um, I think where you start to get in trouble is uh, like, I don't know. It also, I guess, as I guess, as a a, a straight a, a straight white man, you know, I I, tr- I try not to be super. I, I would, I don't know. It's hard. It's it's hard. You're right. The line is is pretty muddy.
1: Right, and like you know, t- t- once again, it comes back to intention, but intention's hard to to glean in some people. Like my intent is not to criticize the work for the sake of saying it's bad. My my intent is to criticize to say it could be better. Right, it could be more accurate. It can be more uh, interesting to me. Right, I feel the same way about um of all shows, Orange is the New Black, which my wife uh, just watched the third season of, like. It's not a show I'd watch myself
0: i stopped watching it I, I just it was like this is this is dumb and but it like gets
1: this. like the, it gets even more stereotyped as the show comes on or, or or goes on in time the gay characters become it becomes more about how gay they are and the you know the black characters become more stereotype you know thug black and the hispanic characters like they're like practicing santeria in a corner now you know like it's and that's not even an exaggeration um so yeah it's like i i don't know i just i feel like we have at our fingertips the tools to make uh, pieces of art that don't do this and we're not there yet and i think part of it is because if we actually do that if we actually make a purely progressive piece of work that uh, treats everyone equal and is not uh not gendered or is not race-based or whatever what we would wind up with was a work that actually didn't stand out against the crowd because it would just be uh it might actually wind up being fairly middling because it doesn't have the the tension
0: i probably uh i mean to an extent i disagree right uh I, i think i think there's a way of being realistic without being heavy-handed or or exaggerated right and i don't i don't think being respectful is necessarily banal um uh, banal 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 benign
1: uh, better no, hope it's I benign
0: d- anyway but you know you get what i'm saying yes but fred we are nearing the end of our time i really want to thank you for this topic because as usual you brought the heat you Bring know thunder son. Yeah, uh, that, that was fantastic. And uh, I also want to thank you for coming on this week. You know, uh, we had Alex O'Neill on recently, and he was really good, but you you did pretty okay. Too.
1: I try. I have to, I have a, a Alex set a high bar, I have to try to live up to
0: So, for Fred Earhart, I'm John Anderson, and this has been Fantastic Neighborhood Guy Day. <laughs> If I look